This is episode six of Live and Learn, and we go learn today with Christy May. Welcome to Live and Learn. My name is Shirley Layer. I am the founder of Learn, and on each episode, we bring you interesting people within our communities that have knowledge, experience, and unique skills to share. These individuals are entrepreneurs, artisans, hobbyists, but most of all, people that live in your own backyard. Thank you for tuning in with me, and I hope you learned something new today. All right, guys, today I had an enlightening conversation with Christy May, who is the owner of Legend Acres. And I recently started horseback riding with Legend Acres, and it's been an amazing experience. One of the best for me this year, hands down. Um, She has so much knowledge and experience when it comes to horses and anything equine. Uh, We actually talked about the different disciplines and she described you know how it works when it comes to horseback riding we also talk about her thesis on equine osteoarthritis which is prevalent in more than 80 percent of horses and how they're using nutraceuticals which is basically any product and food that has health benefits to extend the life of horses she also mentions how she's still discovering what she wants to be when she grows up and that's why she's been able to experience so many things which i completely agree with because at the end of the day we're all just a bunch of kids trying to find our way in the world so i learned a bunch in this interview and i hope that you guys enjoy this podcast so let's go ahead and jump into that and before we get started i just want to give a huge shout out to our collaborators that make this show possible this podcast is in collaboration with local an amazing organization that looks beyond the chain stores and spotlights local small businesses within our community and beyond make sure to check them out at local Clarksville.com. Another huge shout out to the incredibly talented Blondell Video Company, where they help your home tell its story with professional photo and video tours. So if your home is on the market in Clarksville, Tennessee, make sure to visit them at BlondellVideo.com. Also want to shout out the beautifully crafted Office Now co-working space that is Clarksville's premier workspace solution. This is Clarksville's first ever co-workspace solution with concierge services and the largest art gallery in the city. So make sure to visit ClarksvilleOfficeNow.com for more information. And lastly, want to give a shout out to Learn, where we are connecting local people within the community that want to learn or experience something hands-on. So go find unique activities that are hosted by local talent in your own backyard today at livedittlearnedit.com. Thanks again to all our collaborators for making this podcast possible. And without further ado, let's get into the podcast. Today, I am joined by the amazing Christy May. She is the owner of uh, Legend Acres. You are a veteran. You're originally from Michigan, right? Um, You started riding uh, riding horses at the age of six. Five. Oh, five. I got my first horse when I was five. Ah, so I got that wrong. I, I thought <laughs> I'd pull that right. from you about me. <laughs> um, you were a finalist in the Best Small Business in America in yes. 2018. So that was recently. Um, you also, this is pretty interesting, wrote a thesis about equine um, osteoarthritis. Yes. That's amazing. Um, and you have a plethora of certifications and you're also a serial entrepreneur. So welcome to the podcast. I'm excited to get into this. Uh, and before we get in, I'd like to start with a fun fact. So what is a fun fact that you can tell us about horses? Well, my fun fact today about horses is that they can travel up to five miles a day uh-huh. while grazing. Wow, five miles a day 
why grazing? Yes. So they're eating the entire way. They're eating their entire that way through five miles. That is ridiculous. <laughs> I can't even imagine. Like I can eat, you know, if I go to an all, you can eat buffet. I can eat a lot, but that's incredible. So, and you, I think you had mentioned something about their REM sleep too. Uh, yes. So horses do require REM sleep, mm -hmm. um, and so they require uh, about four hours of REM sleep a day, mm -hmm. and that is where they actually lay down and sleep. Mm. And then the, the deep sleep. It is a deep sleep. Right. And how yes. many, I think humans, It's is it the same? I think we require more, more than, than that? four hours. I'm not certain on that. Right. Wow. So that's probably why they can eat so much. That's incredible. Well, um, I want to know more about your story. How did you get into everything that you're doing? Because I think uh, we've spoken before. You have a really interesting story. And you do more than just um, horses. You also have uh, dogs. Um, so can you tell us a little bit more about who you are and what you do? Sure. So the biggest reason that um, I do what I do is because I don't know what I want to be when I grow up. So, <laughs> right? <laughs> that, is, that, that has brought me to a lot of a lot of different things. Yep. And it's taken me a lot of different places in life mm -hmm. um, to kind of be where I'm at now. I think I'm still in that stage. Um, yeah. 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 Still no, discovering. Still, still discovering. Mm -hmm. um, and there's nothing wrong with that mm -hmm. um, because the thing is, is that all of those life experiences and all of those different certifications and everything they've all built on everything even stuff that you think is not related to right. your experience all of that builds to mm -hmm. who you are and and Christy um, as a person grow. yeah absolutely absolutely wow. now so you, the main thing or what you have is uh, legend acres right yes. and that is a full boarding you do um, horseback riding lessons you also have the boarding of the um, dogs and you train dogs too yes um, and I was super excited because it's funny the first time we met I didn't realize, but I had gone on Craigslist and we were looking for horse manure because we wanted to, me and my dad wanted to build a plot so we could garden, which by the way, that didn't end up happening. Um, we dug out the, the area and we put the soil down and then nothing happened from there. But we ended up going over there and then a year later, I found you on Instagram because I have this list called my live and learn list where I want to learn how to do 30 things um, and I wanted to learn horseback riding and I reached out to you uh, and you have an amazing program for veterans where they get like a free ride. Yes. Um, and so me and my dad went um, and that was an amazing experience and then started taking lessons. So it's, it's been great doing that. Um, but how did you how did you get here in Clarksville? Like you were in the army, correct? Yes. Okay. Yes. Um, so I was stationed at Fort Campbell. Okay. And then I just I stayed here because um, mm -hmm. it's I don't know if you know this about Michigan, but it's really cold and it snows. Yeah, I've heard. <laughs> seen <laughs> pictures. Heard okay, seen pictures. Yeah. Um, so, <laughs> so I we I really fell in love with this area, mm -hmm. and I was looking for something to do. Uh, so I was um, medically retired from the army mm -hmm. and I was going out of the army still going through physical therapy and not able to work a, a traditional job mm -hmm. and so I needed to find something to do for to to earn a living to mm -hmm. supplement um, you know costs of paying bills right okay. exactly. unfortunately they come <laughs> every month they do every <laughs> month um, and I kind of stumbled across the property it was in a magazine that I picked up, and really? I don't I don't pick up real estate magazines on a regular basis. Ever, I went, yeah. ever, <laughs> ever. I really. I, so to be honest, I don't even know that I was looking, but something made me pick up that magazine, mm. and I flipped through it, and I found this property, mm. and all it had in there was a picture of the barn, nothing else, and it said price reduced. 
And I said, what's this? Yeah. And I, don't, I didn't have any idea where it was located or anything at all. So uh-huh. I called the number in the magazine, and the lady said, oh, we need a statement from your bank before we'll show you the property. I said, right. I, I don't even know where this is. <laughs> randomly. <laughs> like, okay. randomly. I'm like, okay. And I said, oh, so what I did was I called my realtor, and I said, hey, find out where this property is and if we can go look at it. Mm-hmm. And so then he got the keys, and we drove out, and I turned the corner. So when you come to the, to the property, there's a bridge right where it's like kind of hidden behind a tree line at the creek Mm -hmm. and so when you drive past that I drove past that point right there and I said I'll take it wow (laughs) just like that just like that I said this is it and um, within it just grew from there Mm -hmm. Um, we started um, business see we made the purchase um, we finalized the purchase in um, August, mm-hmm. I guess it was the end of uh, end of July, beginning of August, because I moved in the beginning of August. Okay, um, and we opened for business uh, that November. Mm, wow, and that was quick. So we did. Um, it was um, it was bootstrap. We didn't. We just. Um, built as we went. Right. And so we did the essential repairs that we needed to do, and we started with the kennel first. So we started mm-hmm. um, just fostering dogs mm-hmm. uh, for a couple of different rescues is where, where we started first. Then, mm-hmm. we, then we started taking in boarding dogs at that time. And then, uh, then we started tackling the barn and doing the work that needed to be done in there and get those stalls ready. So then we opened up for horse boarding mm. and we prepped each stall as each deposit came in to, <laughs> nice. to do the repairs and to put in the, the corner feeders and the hay feeders and, and, and all of that that needed to go into each one. Mm-hmm. Um, and so we used the initial deposits off of that to then get everything set for the boarders as they came in. And so we really just did everything one kennel at a time one stall at a time wow um, and now we've grown to um, we have 14 team members mm-hmm. and we have four interns right now amazing and uh, so now we do dog boarding we do dog training we mm-hmm. do boarding and training mm-hmm. uh, for the dogs and we also have our riding lesson program we've got our youth programs mm. so we've got our summer camps after school program a homeschool program and a Fish. Program. the list goes on <laughs> <laughs> and so uh, with that and then we also offer horse training as well as the the horse boarding wow I love that so many different things that you can yes. do in one place in one place nice um so I found it really interesting because, again, I started writing this year. I knew nothing about it. I've always wanted to and finally decided, okay, I'm going to make this a priority. Um, And I loved it. I was training with Scott. He's incredible. Um, And he was telling me, like, the years you can start horseback riding, you can be very young. Like, uh, you can be, I think, what's the ages? We start start at age three. At age three. At age three is where we start. We have a couple of... Uh, two-year-olds that ride that are kind of on the on the edge of, of turning three, uh-huh. they have to be able to hold themselves up and have some basic motor skill coordination mm-hmm. um, to be able to to ride unassisted. Mm-hmm. Um, but if they're younger than that, we just we just ride with a sidewalker. So right. if you put your hand over their leg so that you can they can they oh, kind of I they see. learn how to balance off of you. So uh-huh. we just give them a little bit of support to get them started. That's amazing. I ne- I can't even fathom like a two year old riding a horse. It's it's it helps them develop mm-hmm. uh, motor skills um, and like hand eye coordination mm-hmm. and balance to be able to really kind of put that into into play. Mm. 
um, it actually helps them develop faster. That makes sense. Because I notice when I'm on a horse, the amount of you have to focus, you have to be in the moment. Yes. And it's very meditative for me because uh, yes. I have a crazy schedule and I'm always just everywhere. And then when I'm on the horse, it's like, ah, oh, okay, I can actually relax and just be in this moment. Right. And you have to be. You have to be. if you're not, you're not going anywhere. Right. You're just sitting on a horse. <laughs> yeah. And the slightest movement, it's incredible how a horse can react to it. I mean, the touch of a foot and mm -hmm. the slight bend of your body. It's, I was just blown away by, yes. by how many things um, really um, affect the horse's reaction and how much you can control it with your own body. Right. Um, so what would you suggest would be the perfect or the best riding age to start? If you I would to get say in. the earlier, earlier the better, uh -huh. and because they're at a certain time becomes a little bit of fear because mm. they're they're big. Yeah, they're they're big, and so sometimes it can be intimidating. Right. And so if you start early and build that confidence, it's mm -hmm. a lot easier to get into. Because even in as adult, that's what stops a lot of adults from right. riding. They want to do it, uh -huh. but they're so intimidated by the size of the horse, mm -hmm. and they don't have that understanding that eighty percent of that control is just with your body mm -hmm. when you're when you're on that horse right and so it's um it's it, there's a and there's a learning process to it and our yeah. horses are so patient mm -hmm. with our riders yeah, they are. and learning what to do um and um my i've got a couple of them that, that are my absolute favorite because mm -hmm. they're really good teachers they're really good instructors mm -hmm. so they don't let you get away with not doing it correctly yeah um and so i and but they're patient about it too right. at the same time so if you don't do it right they just stand there and look at the instructor and go well <laughs> at any any time here would be good you know yeah <laughs> and it's funny too because the horses will actually react to it be like they oh. do and they go mm. Tell, tell me exactly what you want me to right. do. Right. That was a totally mixed signal there. Yeah, it's so funny. It's so true. Oh. I love it. Um, so there's different things that you guys do as far as uh, you do the lessons, and you have different styles, right? There's uh, Western, and then there is... What's the other one? I always forget. So we do dressage and okay. we do hunt seat. What's the difference? Okay, so the difference between... So hunt seat is over fences. Okay. Okay. So Oof. the biggest difference in that is that with dressage, dressage, the definition of dressage is just the finer art of riding. Mm. Okay. So what you were just describing in that what your body is controlling and it's that slight touch. Mm -hmm. And so all of those movements together, mm -hmm. put together is the art of dressage. Mm. Okay. Okay. And so it's a lot of that finer movement. So that is the art of riding versus mm. a skill of riding or like a skill of an over fences would be the easiest way to explain that and okay. what that what that difference is so dressage is very fine-tuned very very fine-tuned okay. yes and what about western western is just standard I western guess? is western okay yeah, western <laughs> no, is western. So, no i grew up riding western yeah um, and then i started riding um a hunt seat when i was 12. i started taking uh, lessons and started doing over fences when when i was 12. Mm -hmm. um but i've always rode western um mm -hmm. All, all around and so there's there's a lot to each discipline mm -hmm. but one of the great things about our program is that we start everybody with the same foundation it doesn't mm -hmm. matter if you're going to ride western hunt seat dressage um it, it doesn't matter your foundation and your seat and your body are mm -hmm. are all the same in mm -hmm. all disciplines okay okay um and so we start everybody the same most of our students start bareback 
right. just to teach seat and yeah. what your body is doing. You can feel it right. instantly. Um, because when you're in a saddle, it's a little bit more difficult to know what your pressure that mm, you're giving true. is. And so if you learn it bareback first, you're lighter in your pressure and your touch. Mm -hmm. And you get to actually feel exactly what that movement is doing mm. um, what in under, under you. And then from there, then you can pick a discipline and go from there. And then you can jump around to all disciplines. It doesn't matter. Like once you pick yeah. a discipline, it's not like, oh, you're stuck there forever. Right. You can't do anything else. Yeah. Um, and so there's a lot of differences. Western is more of like working, um, like working horses, cattle, okay. um, and, and that kind of thing. And that's where that came from, mm -hmm. um, was, um, is that. And so there are definitely some different maneuvers that you do in Western that you uh, don't do um, like on a, on a hunt seat horse. Okay. Does right. That, yeah, that, that makes sense? sense. Okay. Um, but there's a lot of this, that same foundation is very important in mm -hmm. across the board, no matter where you go from there. And then after that, now you're developing skill. Mm. That's what you're really, really developing and really getting into in depth into mm -hmm. what each discipline has to offer. Got you. Okay. So they just, it's just a matter of um, finding that or finding the basics and then seeing what discipline you want to go off into. Absolutely. Got Absolutely. You. And what about hunt seat? What is that one? Hunt seats over fences. Okay. Over fences. Yes. Gotcha. And dressage is the fine tuning of it all. Yes. Gotcha. Okay. Now I know. All and right. So there is English and Western dressage. That's what I was going to ask. Okay. Yes. So yes. what's the difference with English? Um, so it really, honestly, it amounts to be the saddle and the attire that you wear. Ow. So just, okay. <laughs> that's it. Just throw on the right shirt, right pants, bam, I'm ready to go. Yes. Nice. Um, and so the patterns are a little bit different. And so like with dressage, what you're doing is you're riding a test. Mm -hmm. Okay. Um, and so there's different patterns, there's different levels mm -hmm. um, that you are progressing through. Mm -hmm. And so your Western tests are slightly different than your, your English test. Okay. Um, and that's just because there is a Western dressage um, organization that has come out with their test and then there is always been the dressage that's there but um, the the Western dressage their patterns are, are slightly different than the than the English patterns but you're still mm -hmm. you're, you're you're still doing the same thing you're still going through all of these different levels and you just continue to progress okay so there's just slight differences in that slight differences in it got you okay it's fascinating I love like just hearing about all the different things because it's funny when I started learning there were certain things that you did in the beginning but then after a while it's like okay now you're gonna kind of change it up and incorporate that what you learned in the basics and now we're doing this like learning how to um, back the horse up yes and then to, to stop um, so it, it was just really fun incorporating everything. Yes. Um, now I want to talk more about your thesis because I okay. think that's really interesting. Uh, this, so it was about equine osteoarthritis. Yes. Can you explain more about that? Okay. So um, arthritis um, affects eighty percent of horses. Okay. And um, so it um, there's a lot of different causes of arthritis in horses. Mm -hmm. Um, mainly it's, um, a lot of like use because there's a lot of horses that are used recreationally. Mm -hmm. Um, and, um, so what we were looking at was, is there a way to, um, make them more comfortable, mm -hmm. like prolong their, their ability to continue to work. Mm. Um, because the thing is, is with horses is that they have to be able to continue to move mm -hmm. to survive. Mm. Um, oh, so they so can't just lounge around. They can't just lounge around and stand still uh. in the same place. 
them. Wow. And so it's very, very hard on them. Uh-huh. Um, and so um, like on the bottom of their, of their, of their feet, their right. hoof, okay, there's a frog. That frog needs blood flow. To get blood flow, they have to be moving their feet. Mm. When you have arthritis and you're sore, you're not moving as much. And so, we're at, we, so their lifespan is actually shortened mm. when, um, due to arthritis and due to pain. Okay. Um, and so with that, what we were looking at is using some alternatives to um, like um, non-steroidal anti-inflammatories okay. uh, because those then have the side effects of causing liver issues right. because of having to metabolize them all the time. And so long-term steroids and long-term non-steroidals um, mm-hmm. also just have a lot of um, side effects, a lot of health side effects that go along with them. So while you've got the horse to move, you're not necessarily, you're improving the quality of the life at the time, but you're not essentially really? extending uh. the, the, the life um, then that that a horse can move about comfortably. Mm-hmm. And we're looking at some different ways of, of doing that. And so my study was um, off of several other studies that have um, come out of uh, Murray State University mm-hmm. and uh, we're looking they're looking at the um, using some of these um, uh, nutraceuticals mm-hmm. for um, dogs and horses and so there's mm. a lot of there's a lot of studies that have been being done with the different um, uh, mixtures and some some different things and looking at some of the nutraceuticals and um, what their what their effects are mm-hmm. and uh, what we found is that there's a lot of anti-inflammatory properties um, in a lot of the nutraceuticals that um, that that are that are coming out of these out of these studies and mm-hmm. um, can extend um, wow. the the uh, the the life um, and the quality of life um, for the horses for horses that have osteoarthritis yes wow and is it common for horses to get osteoarthritis it is it is it's about it affects about eighty percent of eighty percent it's high it's really wow. high. Yeah, that's crazy. So, did it have y'all finalized on that, or is it? I uh, know there's still more research that needs to be done, which is always the same with all research. Is that there's there's more that needs to be done, mm-hmm. and so uh, we did a six month study and followed these horses, and so we were looking at um, their on the, on using a lameness scale. We were also looking at the flexibility in the joint that was affected with arthritis, mm-hmm. and then we were also looking at kind of overall well being of the of the horse. So there was some some criteria that we were looking at um, like body condition score and different things mm-hmm. um, and um, we saw a, a huge improvements in horses across the board wow. on the, that are on the supplements wow. and so and while they were on that study they couldn't be on anything else at mm-hmm. all um, and, it, and, and you did placebo and, and we did placebo and everything and it was a double blind wow that's yes. amazing. So we didn't know what had what what was what when we did the study got you and it still came out and it still came out amazing yes. What's one thing that you think people should know uh, about horses and horseback riding? I think that the biggest thing that they should know is that there is no wrong time to start. Mm. That's so true. I started 28. <laughs> Something I've always wanted to do. Um, I've, I had a lady who was 89. It was on her bucket list and she wanted wow. to take lessons and she rode with us for a year. That's amazing. And so there really is never a... Yeah, and um, never a bad time to to get started. Wow, I love that. Awesome. Well, we are going to do something called the lightning round, so we can kind of get to know you a little bit more. Um, just quick, twelve questions. Just answer with the first thing that comes to mind. Okay. Uh, so, do you prefer dawn or dusk? Ooh, dusk. Dusk. 
Good. Yeah, I like that too. Texting or talking? Talking. Favorite day of the week? Monday. Monday, look at you. You've been the first one to say Monday. Why Monday? Monday is the start of a new week. There you go, I love it. Favorite city in the US besides the one you live in? Ooh, favorite city. Mm. Oh, that's I'm a pretty tough sure you've one. been to a bunch of them. I have, <laughs> I have. That is a tough one. I think I'm gonna have to put Chicago on the top of that. Yeah, list. I haven't been to Chicago. I have family there. Just haven't gone yet. I need to check it out. How many cups of coffee do you drink per day? Zero. Me too. Tea? Tea. Chai? Green. Green, okay. Everybody <laughs> keeps saying chai. Um, if you could travel back in time, what period would you go to? Oh, I'd go back to the early 1800s. 1800s. Yes. That's like uh, railroads, buildings. Railroads and everything was a horseback. Horse oh, oh, that's true. That makes sense. <laughs> there we go. <laughs> um, would you rather be able to speak every language in the world or be able to speak to animals? Ooh, I'd rather be able to speak to animals. <laughs> I figured. Makes sense. <laughs> Your favorite season? My favorite season is spring. Spring? Yes. Yeah. Spring's nice. How long does it take for you to get ready? For me to get ready in yeah. the morning? Yeah. 20 minutes. 20 minutes. There we go. See, yeah. females got short times right here. Yep. Um, do you ask permission or beg for forgiveness? Beg for forgiveness. That's like a really popular <laughs> one. I don't think anyone's asked for permission. Uh, would you rather give presents or get presents? I'd rather give presents. Yep. Um, invisibility or super strength? Ooh, super strength. Yeah, and a lot of people say super strength. Yeah, oh, um, I'm gonna go with that one. Yeah, <laughs> and one last question. If you could learn or experience anything in the world that you haven't done already hands-on, what would it be? I would love to um, go um, learn and ride in Ireland. Oh, why Ireland? Something special That's there? Just no, just just, just beautiful one of those things. It's, yeah, uh, yeah. From the pictures I've seen, right? <laughs> it looks great. <laughs> looks great. Right from Instagram love, and stuff. Love to love to do that. Yeah, that'd be awesome. Um, well, Christy, I want to thank you so much for coming on and sharing your knowledge. Um, I, you have a vast array, so I well, I hopefully we can do another one of these and get some more. Um, where can people find you? Oh, also, you are going to be um, a host on Learn too, so people yes. will be able to find you there. Um, and then, what's your website, social media? So our website is www.legendacresboarding.com okay. and you can also find us on Facebook mm -hmm. at Legend Acres mm -hmm. and we're also on Twitter and Instagram and it's Legend Acres. Okay, perfect. That's how you find us. Awesome. Well, thank you so much, Christy. And thank you guys for tuning in. All right, guys, and there you have it. I hope that you enjoyed this episode with Christy um, and just talking about all things equine. It was really informative and really enlightening for me. So I hope that you enjoyed that. And if you are listening on the Anchor app and you want to leave us any feedback or maybe you have a suggestion for a future episode, make sure to message us. That app, uh, that feature is available on the Anchor app. And if you're listening to any other podcasting app like iTunes or Spotify, definitely leave us a review. Let us know what you think. Um, we love reading reviews and being able to uh, use the feedback and improve the show in any way that we can. So before we end, I just want to give another shout out to our collaborators that make the show possible. So a huge shout out to local and amazing organization that looks beyond the chain stores and spotlights local small business within our community and beyond. Make sure to check them out at localclarksville.com. Another huge shout out to the incredibly talented Blondell Video Company. Um, so if you are listening to this 
podcast, you can actually watch this podcast on YouTube and on Facebook. Um, and the, the Facebook is available on Locals Facebook page and also Learn. Uh, so major shout out to uh, Blondell Video Company. She also um, helps your home tell its story with professional photo and video tours. So if your home is on the market in Clarksville, Tennessee, make sure to visit BlondellVideo.com. Also want to shout out the beautifully crafted Office Now co-working space that is the Clarksville's premier workspace solution. This is Clarksville's first ever co-work space solution with concierge services and the largest art gallery in the city. And lastly, want to give a shout out to Learn, where we are connecting local people within the community that want to learn or experience something hands-on. So go find unique activities that are hosted by local talent in your own backyard today at livedittlearnedit.com. And make sure to tune in with us next time here on Live and Learn. And you can also find us on Instagram at lived it, learned it, and on Facebook. So see you guys live, learn, share, and grow. Take care.